This week's coffee is going to be Ethiopian Conga Yergachev Naturally Processed Peabree. Everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 165 on Monday the 9th of January 2011. My name is Steve Layton, and as I said to you at the start, this week's coffee is going to be Ethiopian Conga, sun-dried, naturally processed, Yergachev Peabree. It's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? But we'll call it Conga. So, um, straight into the coffee. This year, this, this year's, I've got New Year's on the brain. Um, this week's coffee is from Yergachev region of Ethiopia, map coming up on the screen somewhere funky. Um, it's in the southern part of Ethiopia. Um, and I think the arrival of this coffee can be firmly put down to my trip in November to Ethiopia and kind of what I picked up and what I learned while I was there. I didn't taste it while I was out there, but it kind of sent me on a little bit of a quest which led me to this door. Um, Ethiopia is a very tough place to do business. Um, it's very tough to find amazing coffees. It's very tough to find stuff that is like standout amazing. It's all very good, um, but if you look hard enough, they do exist. Um, this is a very, very fine example of that. Um, the Ethiopia trip was kind of different to every other trip I've done in the past. I kind of spent the whole time not meeting producers, although we did meet some, and not looking for coffee but asking questions, learning, and kind of taking lots of stuff on. Um, learning lots about the way that Ethiopia works and deals, and, and work, finding exporters that we could really work with. Um, the reason that it's so tough in Ethiopia is, uh, 2008, uh, Ethiopia uh, centralised all of their coffee exports uh, through something called the ECX, which is the Ethiopian Commodity Exchange. Um, which now renders it virtually impossible to find any traceability or provenance on coffees, uh, just because the way that they are sold through this ECX. Um, and what I learned on the trip was there's a few ways you can get around that. Um, there's a few ways you can kind of find out or, or more kind of information. Um, and this one was basically because it was through a cooperative union, um, and cooperative unions are allowed to sell to importers directly. So this is where uh, this one has come from. It's a super special cup. I don't want to kind of, and I said in the cupping notes about this, I don't really want to overplay it, but to find a great sun-dried natural Yergachev is a feat. Uh, to find one with some traceability added to it is pretty impossible. And then add to it that it's a Peabree, and Peabree is the uh, style of bean that comes out. Uh, uh, kind of what happens in a coffee bean, you have two seeds form. Um, every now and again, one of the pistols that fires the seed to form will fail and you'll just end up with one pea form in the, in the cherry. Um, some people think that it is uh, better better to have a, a peabree. Um, I don't necessarily think so, but they are interesting. And some of the cups that I've had from peabrees have been not very interesting. This is one of the ones that are very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
it's it's um, it's kind of like Margajip when we've talked about those in the past, or Pacamaras, and like every varietal, some of them are good, some of them are not so good. Um, and it really comes down to the cup profile there at the end of the day. But to find natural, to find provenance, and to find a Peabury, um, got my interest straight away. When we cupped it, on the cupping table, it was so obvious what was coming. You could smell it there. You could smell what was coming. And, uh, yeah, we're going to find that in a moment. So some figures, numbers, whatever you want to call them. So it's from a cooperative called the, the Yergachev Cooperative, which is obviously based in Yergachev. The varietal is pretty much unknown, like most coffees from Ethiopia. Um, they come under the banner of heirloom varietals. Uh, processing is naturally processed, sun-dried. Um, most of this coffee is grown at an altitude between 1750, and it says 3,200 meters. Seems a bit high for me, and I'm not sure whether I particularly go with that. Um, the exporter is the Yergachev uh, Coffee Co Farmers Cooperative Union. Um, and, yeah, I think that's pretty much... Um, Pretty much all of the figures that I have on this coffee. You see, even the even what I have is not not massive. Um, I'm gonna pop a website up on the uh, on the screen somewhere now, um, which uh, this is the Yergachev Cooperative Union's website, and it doesn't really tell you an awful lot, but it's cool and that's fun. Um, so let's bring out the wheel of death, whichever way it's gonna come from. I don't know because um, I'm doing it somewhere different, as you've noticed. Um, and this week's Wheel of Death is going to be Cortado. Um, now, Cortado is a drink that I actually really enjoy. Um, it is uh, an espresso with a small amount of milk, uh, split around about 50-50. Kind of very similar in lots of ways to the macchiato, um, but the way to distinguish the two is a macchiato tends to have foam, whereas uh, the Cortado will have milk. Um, I enjoy these a lot, particularly when I don't want a cup of milk. Um, since I've been an athlete, uh, I kind of haven't been drinking as much milk. But if I've got a coffee that's got lots of punch, um, uh, then this kind of fits really well. Um, and kind of a, a, a stroke of luck is that this Ethiopian has a big punch on it. So the milk will really kind of help, uh, uh, help with that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to whap you on pause. I'm going to go and uh, make some drinks. And, uh, yeah, I should be back with you in a moment. Okay, so I'm back. Um, Got to dive straight into the espresso, as always, because I don't want it going too cool. It is crazy. Think strawberries, but not real strawberries, like... I'm thinking kind of, you know, like the processed strawberries, like a jammy kind of strawberry. Um, the description I use on the brewed coffee is like opal fruits, but on here it's much more jammy and much more thicker and gooey. That is very, very good. Um, something we haven't done for a while, but I'm going to show you a picture of the, the roast here and the peas. It is officially the most ugliest coffee in the world. It looks horrible. Um, it roasts horrible. Um, it is a real pig to get right. It is not a nice coffee, but the efforts of getting it right are well worth it in the cup. But it doesn't look very nice, so be prepared for it being a bit butt ugly. Um, it's, it's the dork at school, you know. She looks a bit dorky, but underneath, beautiful girl. I'm sure that's very sexist of me. Or guy. There you go. I've just got myself out the hole. 
but it is an ugly, ugly coffee. Um, but it tastes amazing. So, um, I forgot the snozzer in the bowl. Hang on. I am coming back. I've got it. I'm coming. Sorry. I had to go and fetch it though because there's a good reason for this. So, the aromas. All aboard the funky bus. Destination funky town. Um, it is, it smells amazing. It has got the real natural poke that you expect from a great Ethiopian, um, a great natural Ethiopian. It is bizarre. I'm out of breath. I'm meant to be a runner. Um, but it really is, it's a full on beautiful smell to it. So uh, let's dive into milk. Okay, so it, because of that presence, because of the funk that's in the espresso, it cuts through the milk beautifully. You taste coffee. Um, it works really well in there. Uh, really, really well. I'm sending, sending a bit of a loving, but I, I do, this coffee was a bit special when it hit the cupping table and got me very, very excited. Sorry about the noises in the background. Email never stops. So, into the brood. Now, I know what's coming here. Um, and for me, out of all of them, this is going to be the one where it excels because it just has so many beautiful flavours. But, I will back this up with, it's difficult to get right um, in the brood. But in here, blackcurrant. Like, Running through my mouth is opal fruits blackcurrant, and I know I said that was the description, but it is running through my mouth, and the strawberry opal fruits. If you don't know what an opal fruit is, they're now called starburst, but I'm too old to call them starburst. They are opal fruits to me, and it is amazing. I mean, it really, really, as a brewed coffee, it is so complex. There are so many flavours going on. There's a bit of booziness and a bit of a natural funk, um, but the fruit, it's so clean, that fruit just comes running through. And now for the cortado. Now, the reason why I like drinking cortados is I like coffee. Lots of reason people drink cappuccinos or lattes is that they don't like coffee um, and they're covering sort of some milk to make it more acceptable. That, to me, is a great way to enjoy coffee with milk. Just 50-50 split, no foam, or a tiny bit of foam, but nothing, not like the foam you would have on a latte, and it is... A great coffee. What a good start to 2012. Um, I think this is a real big coffee to start off with. Next week's is equally as exciting. Um, and we've just got some really great stuff coming through. This, this is the time to be an In My Mug subscriber because we're going to have the Colombians arriving soon. We've got another one of the Bolivians has arrived this week. Uh, we've got the rest of them arriving in about two, three weeks' time. It's just going to be the time to be... Uh, having in my mug coffees so if you're not a subscriber why not um okay rambled enough love seeing you as always look forward to seeing you again and do remember life is too short for bad coffee I'm a new roaster